And hello, we are back with part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears. And we finished off segment one discussing salary cap and how it affected our Washington Capitals and the NHL and how it's, in my opinion, salary cap is great for professional sports. I really think it evens the playing field and and rewards those that are wise. And that brings us to our Washington Redskins. Who are not usually wise. Who are absolutely at the bottom of the class list. Um, they should not have be restricted by any sort of cap. Because <laughs> if they doubled spending everybody, they would still be 9-7. And, and that's what I was exactly. just going to say. is is the, the salary cap is actually superfluous for them. Because they're going to suck. And they're going to be 8-8. Eight and eight, um, And it won't matter. Um, but with that being said, they still run this town. So... Let's uh, let's dive into some uh, skins talk. Now, last week we really focused on the draft, um, specifically who they drafted and, and the NFL draft as a whole. But now we turn our attention to, and I will say this, <clears throat> as soon as the Stanley Cup playoffs are over, I'm kind of in sports hell because baseball in this town sucks. And we will touch on that a little bit in part three. And I say a little bit only because it's local. Very little bit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, More making fun of people than anything else. <laughs> and, and we turn our attention to, uh, you know, other things. And, and, and everybody's attention in the summer is, is you know, elsewhere with, with vacations and, and, and everything else. But um, as far as sports go, really, to me, end of the Stanley Cup Finals, bring me college football and pro football immediately, please. So even though the Redskins talk in this town is god-awful on the airwaves, uh, the call-in shows are the fucking worst, by the way. Good Lord. What a bunch of morons People we have. dumber than us. It's kind of sad. It's, it's pathetic because we are, we are way down there. Um, however, the, the, the skins rule the airwaves. And as such, there's always something going on. There's mini camps, rookie, rookie camps, your veteran camps, and then training camp starts in, in later July, and, and bam, you're back at it. Um, I do get kind of uh, I do get a big-time boner when I see uh, uh, HBO come on, and I'm like, oh, hard knocks. Here, hard we, knocks. Go. Here we go. Every year it's going to suck. It's still fantastic. I love the, the production value there. Um, do we know the team this year? Yeah, who is it this year? I don't the know. NFL, Could it be your Washington no, Redskins? They, NFL, oh, come on, NFL baby. NFL wants it to be the Redskins so bad because they're so dysfunctional and they could have so many storylines out of it. But I, Snyder has always said no, and I don't think he'll do it. Because because they know they'll make a mockery. You know what they should do is the Chargers? Because we still collectively, as much as we're NFL fans, we don't actually know where the Chargers play anymore. Right. So I think it'll be the Raiders, right, Gruden? <laughs> I actually think that might be who it is. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I think it might be the Raiders. God, our research staff sucks. We By suck. that, I mean us. Whoever those people are need to be fired immediately. <laughs> Idiots. So, Jerry, you are definitely the resident cap expert, uh, Redskins aficionado, um, draft guru. So you had, you had been hinting about you know some possible moves that the Redskins can do uh, to make their their cap hits a little bit more friendly, help help the roster a little bit. Um, what are you thinking? Everybody around town on the radio talks about uh, the need for a free safety because uh, Nicholson is in some legal trouble. Um, if anybody, just a little bit. <laughs> if anybody's seen the the video of him getting in a fight in the middle of the street, um, that's so real quick. Hookers are illegal still. I don't. Yeah, wow. I, what kind of world do we live in? I don't know if uh, if that was uh, his best judgment to fight the guy on the, when the guy was on his knees and punch him down. I think that'd be a little bit hard to defend as <laughs> self defense. But, Literally. But uh, so anyway, free safety is a need. There's a guy out there named Trey Boston um, who's been on a series of one year deals for whatever reason. Can't seem to land a multi year deal to get some stability. 
uh, which is somewhat concerning because he's productive, and every time he plays, he's usually like a starter and a quality starter. So it seems to me uh, that uh, he should be getting um, some looks from some people, and he's not. Um, but why? That's, is, that's the million-dollar question. Health got, issues, perhaps? Health, health issues, attitude problems. Uh, maybe he's a cancer in the locker room. I don't know. But his, his play warrants consideration. Uh, the fans are clamoring for it, but uh, the people who know the Redskins um, say that it's unlikely that they would, uh, they would take him, even though he seems to fit a perfect need and you could get him on the cheap, uh, comparatively so. So that's a, that's a name to keep an eye on. Um, <clears throat> now that... The, uh, I think this week was the first week where you could sign a free agent and it won't affect your compensatory picks for next year's draft. Yes, I did see that. Which is why people wait to sign. So that 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 has passed. So I'm assuming if there are going to be some, some signings now. Um, but obviously, free safety, um, tight end. Uh, you know, Vernon Davis has a $5 million cap hit. Don't know if he's worth it, although he plays more than Jordan Reed. Well, he does. And if, if, you're, if you've got Keenum... <laughs> slash Haskins, slash, you know, borderline <laughs> limp um, Colt McCoy, a safety valve would be the shit, right? Well, I mean... But it, also, you would like to have a tight end that can block. Well, yeah, and, and, for, five, and for five mil for a guy that's, you know, past his prime, yeah, that's probably not a uh, position you can spend. I mean, Jordan Reed cannot... He's the worst blocking tight end in the league. He He's almost worthless. Do you, we even know? Has he ever tried? Yeah, you're asking... I mean, I love listening to Chris Cooley when he's doing his film breakdown of like a running play with Jordan Reed, he just right. he basically just glosses over him. He's that's not even we're talking about. Um, but if you're going to break, if you're going to be a running team, which they are, because you're going to have to protect your rookie quarterback, who I think is going to start day one, um, then you need to have block Table that. Yeah, you need to have blocking tight ends more than safety right. valves. Right. So it makes sense that since neither Vernon or Jordan can block, you cut one of them save, the, get the cap room, and then go get a tight end who can block but maybe can't catch. And since we don't have any receivers, it really doesn't quite matter. We're going to be right. running the ball 75% of the time anyway. Kelvin mm-hmm. Harmon is going to be our number one guy next year. Kelvin Harmon. Bold, bold prediction of the slot. It's my, Kel- that's my prediction. He's going to be – Kelvin gonna, Harmon? He's going, to, he's going to catch 50 balls. Why do you, why do you hate Trey Quinn? Because Kelvin Harmon is going to be better mm-hmm. in the slot. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't believe the Jay Gruden hype. Jay Gruden loves Trey Gwynn, but he also loves Colt McCoy, and Colt McCoy is the worst quarterback in the history of pro football. You know what Jay Gruden likes? His paycheck. Yes. He loves his paycheck, and I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I like his paycheck. love his paycheck. But, but doesn't it drive you crazy when Jay Gruden's like, we like Colt. Colt's good. Colt's good quarterback. No, he's, he's not. our guy. He's our guy. Yeah. We stand behind him. He's our guy. Yeah. We like Colt. We like what he brings. I don't like what he brings. He brings injuries, losses, and incompletions and interceptions. That's what he brings. Doesn't he have some gay Texas tattoo, though? It's pretty Probably. awesome. Like Bevo. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you what do you think about Colt McCoy? Yeah, I think he's hurt. Is he a, like is he lot. like is he like Furlat? Oh no. I, I actually <laughs> like Colt. He's a nice dude. Um now Furlat, you know, if he broke his leg, I'd feel bad a little bit, but not as bad <laughs> as I do for Colt. So now I, I like the point about the tight end, and it's uh, I, I'm gonna go a little bit different direction with it. I don't have a player in mind necessarily, but I like a guy that can actually do both things, block and catch, because I think that's one of the biggest problems is everyone knows what you're doing depending on your personnel. And I think a little bit of flexibility out of that position, and I mean, maybe that costs too much for you know for them to pick up right now, but I don't care if the guy's a no-name. If he can catch a ball and block a little bit, that's what we need out there so the defense doesn't know before the snap if we're running or passing. 
Well, here's here's my theory, guys, and I'm breaking it all out right now. Kelvin Harmon will have 50 catches because hmm. think of these names. Did he play tight end? No, that might work. Of, no, in the slot. <laughs> think of these names. No, no, no. Right? <laughs> Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. They're both big wide receivers. They're slow, slower, four, right. six, four, seven. Right. And they work a lot out of the slot, and they both catch a ton of balls. It's mm. the new trend. Huge it's catch little, radius, Larry, all that good stuff. Larry Fitzgerald does the same thing. Right. Right. He'll work out of the slot against a nickel corner, a smaller guy. He'll go out and get a nine-yard. Yeah, yard, just body his ass. Body, and, yeah, yeah, box him out, body him, bully him. And Kelvin Harmon, for what, I, for what everybody says, is a bully. But he's slow. He's four six. Right, but, yeah, but if but if your range is eight to twelve yards, who cares, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be the safety net that if Jordan Reed, he's he's going to be the safety net that the tight end wouldn't be. Okay, right. So you put Doxon and just let him run away. Let it let him run to the to the sideline. Everything he's not going to catch it anyway. And then take <laughs> take uh, Richardson. Is he, is he can, even on the team anymore? Yeah, who who can fly and send him downfield? And then if Reed. And and your slot guy Trey Quinn or you know then you can work the middle with those guys and now you can get some nice easy catches for your rookie quarterback when you're not handing a ball off to Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis which should happen sixty five to seventy percent of the time if you're running downhill plus my new guy Wes Martin is that his name the new guard I love I believe so I, I I've gone from hating him and hating the pick now I love the guy. <laughs> did you read Mark Bullock? I think that guy does uh, NFL for the Athletic DC. I did. I did not. And uh, he absolutely loves the West Martin pick. The day after we did our pod, when you shit on him, he was like, "Guys, they found a diamond in the rough here." <laughs> I don't I know, watched hours of film. I don't know if he's going to be any good, but the dude is likable. He 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 saves animals with his mom. They have a they have a, a rescue. Dude, he's big Aww, as shit. Sweet. Sounds smart. Uh, just plug him in there. He, Better he, than what we had last year. For well, God's he was sake. born. 280 at left guard. He played he played left guard from <laughs> the time That must have hurt yeah. a lot. <laughs> from that, the from the time he was 4 year old, 4 years old, he was a left guard. That's incredible. He played it all through high school, he played it all at Indiana. Just left guard. There's no other position. He doesn't like sometimes shift to like center when the knee. No, I'm a left guard. That's all I do. He probably wakes up every day, stretches for like 2 seconds and then squats a thousand pounds as many times as he can. Watch him be, watch him be terrible. But I want to like him so much. You know he's going to be better than Josh Laribas. Oh, <laughs> you know what? you're I'll, better than Josh. I Laribas. wouldn't even let that guy on the podcast. All three of us are better than Josh. Are you Laribas. kidding me? If we got Josh Laribas on the podcast, we'd be, be so great. excited. He'd be like, "What? Did, you play Division Three? I'm like, "Yeah, academic all conference. <laughs> no, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal." So um, <laughs> let's wrap up our Red Redskins segment in a different way today. I want to know. How many seats they are going to block off at FedEx Field this year if Dwayne Haskins is not the starter on day one? Sixty thousand, <laughs> the same they do every year. It's like it's in, in no disrespect, you know. Thank God we don't have callers, right? But, it, but it's like watching a girls like WNBA game where they won't pan the crowd. <laughs> they they don't exactly pa- right. They don't pan more than four. They all like it's always close to the benches. You're right. exactly right because almost every NFL game or big like college game, they'll do the panorama view. They right. don't do that at FedEx Field. They're like, yeah, hey, they, look, the club level. It's right. they're, kind they're, of full. They're, all right. they're always... People must be getting drinks or something. Yeah, they're always like really located on the, <laughs> uh, on the right. field and you can only see like a couple things, you know? No, you're so right because Maryland played Texas there last year and they had a uh, thunderstorm and there was a delay. 
there was only like 20,000 people at the end of that game, but they panned it perfectly to show like the lower bowl partly full. I was like, wow, that kind of looks like a Redskins game. (laughs) You remember one time when uh, Maryland was playing West Virginia and Maryland cheated, um, but it wasn't like the Ravens stadium and it was raining and Todd had his shirt off like the whole game and it was completely hammered. I actually had my shirt on and you texted me and said I looked fat. And I was like, you fucking asshole. (laughs) I swear you had your shirt off. And you were just no like, way in hell. No way in hell I had my shirt off. Unless, of course, I had my shirt off for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is the same guy who passed that on the metro. Yeah. And vomited all over himself. I'm pretty, pretty okay. sure I didn't have my shirt off because you could have seen me for a hundred miles. <laughs> Fat, white, gross. Uh that game was that game was awful. That game was so awful. Yeah. But so to answer your question, that's exactly what they're gonna do. And it, it what an embarrassment. It is such a sham. I mean, oh, so bad. Just come up here and play in Damascus. <laughs> just, Seriously. Just, just play your home games there. Or just, you know, everybody's clamoring for them to get the stadium back into the city, which obviously is is the, I would say, conventional wisdom would say that's what you do, right? You downside, downsize the physical structure. You go into that 55 to 65,000. 60,000 is all you need. Absolutely. Make it state-of-the-art. Make it a place that people want to go and watch an event no matter what it is. Because let's face it, the product on the field is just awful and even if it gets better it's not going to get better for that long I'm tell- i don't want to build jerry world here oh I, i'm I'll, I'll tell you going to depends I, on which jerry i used to be <laughs> decent I, point i used to be a season ticket holder for the redskins and it's two hours to get down it's two hours to get out of the stadium and back it's an awful experience when you're there um my wife is a ravens fan so we go to ravens games it is they do it right. It's in and out parking right near the Isn't stadium. It the best? You got the bars best. right there. Yeah. You get and you get in and out because you hit ninety five. I mean, it, there's a little bit of traffic, but nothing. Uh, M and T destroys. Fans. No, it's it's such a great experience there. Did you go with us to the uh, Penn State Maryland game a few years ago? Yes. Yeah, I mean, what a great experience that was. It was kind of a clusterfuck getting in and out just because of the the, the drunken Penn State fans in the area. I think that can go for any Penn State event anywhere. Um, Penn State fans out there, go fuck yourselves and. Uh, in any event, the uh, uh, yeah, times a thousand. In any event, that stadium and that atmosphere is so freaking cool, and it's just it's embarrassing to see FedEx the way it is. It's yeah, just, it's it, so bad. I don't know what the politics are um, with the deal about building a new stadium. It doesn't seem it should be that hard. Bruce Allen's got it under control. Don't, yeah. don't worry, it's going to be fine. Well, they are winning off the field. They were going to do it in Barely. Maryland over by I don't know. There was some sort of marshland or something, and Hogan said after uh, preliminary negotiations, because I, I assume the Redskins were being so douchey and unreasonable that yeah. he was like, you know what, we're it's not, done. Not really an assumption. Yeah. So, uh, so I, well, so the, the the recent trend of stadiums being closer to city central has shown us that they are smaller, more upscale, more modern, easier to get to because generally you have public transit. When you go to the suburbs, whether it's Leesburg, Loudoun County, whether it's somewhere in PG or Montgomery County, it's going to be the same issues you currently have at FedEx. You're right, but it's the Redskins, so you know what? They're going to fuck it up again. You got to have you got to have Metro down there. Uh, I mean, right? You, there. You, you, you have to. I think yeah. that's that's the one given. I mean, I, I think things changed a little bit when they first built FedEx. The idea idea was okay. A few years later, it turned into a disaster. It didn't help that they you know have sucked pretty much the whole time they've been there. But you need, you know, you need public transportation and get it done, guys. Easier said than done with that amount of moolah. 
Minicamp starts, uh, I think a rookie minicamp starts this weekend. So it we'll, does. Get, we'll, nice. get, we'll get to see Haskins on the field in short order. I'm sure he's going to um, get injured and rupture his Achilles tendon on the don't. first pass. Jesus Christ. I was going to say something. And I'm like, don't say it out loud. So Jerry did it. It's his fault. Boo. And I'll be there going, you ain't hurt. Get up. <laughs> so in part three, we are going to switch our topic to potpourri. We'll hit on some baseball. We'll hit on some Champions League football, Jerry's favorite. And what sport is that? <laughs> exactly. It's football. You love football. And, uh, and we'll see where this takes us. So join us, please, in part three. See ya.